can put that away. What's going on, Philadelphia? Jesus. Uh, I'm John Barchard. That is Vince Quinn. Taylor Credatus here with us, too. I'm pissed off. You should be pissed off. I bet Vince Quinn's a little mad. Uh, pretty sure Taylor, well, he's pretty neutral, uh, honestly. He just wants his takes to be right. Uh, <laughs> so I am uh, I'm a little perplexed, honestly. There's uh, a lot of villains in here, Vince Quinn, but let's just start with the uh, villain number one. Uh, Nick Sirianni, this loss is on you, 1,000 billion, 100%. Congratulations. Uh, you now have to start Jalen Hurts against the Giants. It actually makes me more mad about the Dallas loss because you got, like, a good Minshew out of it and you fumbled your way out of it. Um, Vince Quinn, how are you feeling after a <laughs> 20, 20, what did it end up, 20 to 13, 20 to 10? Uh, it, it probably should have been 20 to 14. Kenny Gainwell, touchdown. We'll talk about that at the end of the pod. I don't know, man. I don't have any answers for you outside of the shit we've been talking about. This the chink in the armor is the coaching staff, and here it is. Yeah, I, I think that's the biggest thing you take away from this game, right, is trying to figure out what the like who the Eagles are and what this means and Super Bowl hopes and all that kind of stuff. Like, the, the difference between Gardner Minshew and Jalen Hurts is Jalen Hurts can overcome a bad coaching performance. That's the biggest thing. He can overcome bad coaching because he just makes so many dynamic plays again and again and again that – it doesn't matter. You know, you can have terrible games. You can have massive turnovers. You can you can play like shit against the Colts on the road and still win the game because he's just that damn good. And he doesn't make crippling mistakes. Gardner Minshew, crippling mistake. I mean, that as the second the pick six went, you, you could see the light go out of his eyes. And uh, for Minshew, I mean, all those throws after that were really atrocious. Now, the game was over at that point, but that was he ended the game. And, and that's because they kept throwing. They were down. They couldn't have. I mean, that game plan today was atrocious, atrocious. It was a complete disaster uh, offensively and defensively for the first half. And then, yeah, I mean, for the second half, after a couple of good offensive drives, they still couldn't get it right. I mean, it was just it was bad, man. But, yeah, when Jalen Hurts is out there, you win against Dallas last week. You win this game this week. With Gardner Mitchell, you don't do it this week. And now he's got to play against the Giants, and it totally sucks. It's brutal. And I don't know because we talked about this on Friday, and I'm like, well, this is one of those opportunities. This is just kind of thinking down the road because – you lost an opportunity to rest everybody today. You lost Josh Sweat doing so in a very serious injury. By the way, just before we started recording, looks like he is going to be released from the hospital. We don't exactly know what that injury is going to be. I would imagine it's going to be semi-long-term at best if they're carting you off the field. And I'm just glad that he's okay in a, you know, in a could-be-worse-news situation. It looks like, you know, um, he's going to be okay and and. and I just start to think of all those all those different things. And even coming into this Vince Quinn, like, you know, if Jalen Hurts goes out there for a few quarters at the end of this thing, if they're like, all right, we just need you to get in there and go win this thing and rest for two weeks right now, I probably would have taken that option. I don't know if it was ever on the table, uh, but I would have done this over having to play the Giants with, with Jalen Hurts, and the Discord was screaming after this game, and they should have been too. Uh, com. you can join us there. But, you know... Um, if, if this gets prolonged uh, in that Giants game next week, even though it doesn't look like they have much to play for, they have indeed clinched a playoff spot. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I just feel like you, you could have made a great opportunity where you're not even worried about this game truly doesn't matter. You're just playing Ian Book to see what he's got for three quarters. You're helping out the Saints with their playoff run. Um, and, you know, 
unfortunately, now you've got to, like, sit here and stew and talk about uh, how Jonathan Gannon let this team down for, like, the billionth time, even though, yes, there should be criticism there, but you're pointing at the wrong person if, if you're there today. Like, it's just it's 13 points. Uh, BG gets a sack record, you know? Like, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just – I can't imagine – you and I sitting here, everyone in the world sitting here and go, all you got to do is fucking run against the Saints. That's all you got to do. And, like, they get too cute once again. It felt very much like the Colts. And here we are all universityed up and, yay, all this good stuff. And just, like, it doesn't matter because they can't execute it. It's it's just, you know, I don't feel like they feel their offense or defense has changed at all. And they just keep you know, performing the same way or calling the same stuff like nothing's happening here when you've lost Lane Johnson, too. It's very perplexing, Vince Quinn. Yeah, it's it's a mess, man. Again, on the fundamental level, like there was a lot of stuff here where in the first half, it was just like yeah, they try to run an RPO on third and one with Minshew uh, or a read option with Minshew, rather, and, and he gets tackled for a loss, so they don't convert there. It's not close yep. enough to go forward on fourth. Um, they had stuff where there was a lot of coverage sacks where he was trying to make something happen. He's sitting in the pocket. There's just nothing there. After three seconds, he gets crunched. There, there was just so many plays where it was like, oh, you see the, the handoffs at the beginning of the second half and they're getting nine yards of carry. They only had two handoffs in the first half two <laughs> but they, I mean, that's they crazy seven, they only had 17 <laughs> plays in the first half which is embarrassing because i feel like the yeah. saints basically had that on their first drive so eight minutes in that first stuff. drive um yeah. but man yeah like uh, some of the obvious things you're supposed to do with Minshew, it's more of the the short intermediate game it's handing off the ball let him manage it that way take a shot here or there and let it ride like it that's not what it was it was just a fundamental misunderstanding of who this guy is, and it didn't work out, and they had to change it so dramatically at halftime, and then still then it was too late. And really, I mean, they got, like, some of the moments, I mean, A.J. Brown went for God knows how many yards on that touchdown, so he he makes a, a, a he capitalizes on the Saints fucking up on the back end, and then otherwise, like, they weren't running clean drives. You know what I mean? It just, it, it wasn't there, and, they, and because of that, all these different problems, the field position game killed them today. I mean, Brett Kern had a 26-yarder, uh, the Saints had another play where they uh, they down the ball at the four. That's after the Eagles are constantly three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. What happens for that? Well, the Saints are getting the ball at least the 35 or the 45 and things like that. And so it's easier for them to get down there and get points. I mean, it's it's crazy, man. Like this game was so winnable down to the very end there that going back like. Holy shit, like, because the Saints had their mistakes, too. I think generally the defense played well. But, man, dude, that Wildcat flea flicker play was one of the most atrocious calls you could have possibly had in that moment. Terrible. Alvin Kamara in the in the shotgun, pitching it back to uh, Taysom Hill. They had one person out on the route. They lost seven yards on the play. It knocked him out of field goal range. And they had to punt 13 to 10 with, like, six minutes left. That's the game right there. Yes, exactly, Vince. It was like, it was still, that's as bad as they were, it was still there. So again, like, yeah, I'm not killing Gannon for today. He's always frustrating. Dalton was 12 for 12. That should drive you nuts. So I, I hear the frustrations overall. But again, they get so many sacks. They keep teams off schedule. It's only 13 points that they allowed. I can't kill him for it. He made the adjustments and they worked once they did it. So it, it it's just, it's Steichen, it's Sirianni, like you said, and and the fact that they still don't coach great games or come out with great game plans a lot of times, like first quarter scoring, second quarter is always usually when they run up all the points. First quarter and and just like the how are we planning to attack this team and, and getting like first drive touchdowns and all, that's what you want to see. And they just totally fucking botched it today. 
Yeah, and where I'll bite into the Jonathan Gannon apple is this. If you are not aggressive against a team like that where – and by the way, now I was crying, I'm laughing now. The, the Eagles got beat by a two-QB system today. <laughs> and that's ridiculous. And when you know that as Jonathan Gannon, go allow your playmakers – to go try and, and make some interceptions, to allow some turnovers to happen, to force them to throw stupid balls, which Andy Dalton, I'm sorry, um, you know, Vince, I know, I know he's on your phone, but, like, dude, exactly that. You should bitch about the zone thing because if Dak's going to cut it up and Andy Dalton can cut it up and make it consistent and, and make all these chunks, uh, you know, go down for a half, yes, that presents an opportunity that didn't need to be there. If you are really aggressive coming out in that game and say, hey, we don't need to just, like, do our thing. We need to carry this team today. Now, granted, I didn't think Gardner Minshew was going to have lay a fucking egg, which he did. I mean, that was just so fucking bad. Uh, but you got to turn it up at some point. You know, you finally see some of those stunts and Hassan Reddick winding up and going like, oh, yeah, I get to go have fun out there instead of going like, stay in your position, stay in cover. And that's my, that is my ultimate problem will always be with Jonathan Gannon is he's so strict to his rules. And I think we talked about that last week. It showed up again against Andy Dalton. Like, who cares? Stop respecting them so goddamn much. Now, moving on to that, yes, like – you should be pointing the finger now at, and I've been yelling at Shane Steichen for a long time, and this is this is where it comes up, and I think we both said it uh, before we started warming up here. Man, I mean, like, if this doesn't make you rethink everything you thought, Chris Sims, uh, Micah Parsons, all those other dumbasses that were thinking, like, this is going to be easy, even with Jalen Hurts being there are one and done, now you're just, now that apple of truth is just going to keep going on for the next two weeks. Now you do believe that the Eagles can get bounced simply by how bad this coaching staff has shown its ass in the last couple of weeks. And to me, I, I guess that's why I'm not, like, looking for the nearest mountain or Ben Franklin Bridge or whatever. Like, we've been noticing this stuff for quite some time. And if Jalen Hurts is not in the playoffs, considered me in the extremely worried pile. But until that happens, until we know for sure that Jalen is missing – Everything is going to come right back to where it should be. This team is powered by the offense. It's how he goes. The entire squad, from running the football to throwing it to how the defense perfor- the defensive performance looks in the end, it's all Jalen Hurts. So I don't know what you want me to do. How do you want me to fix this situation? How do you want Jonathan Gannon or Shane Steichen or Nick Sirianni to change what they're doing? Because that's not going to happen, guys. Vince Quinn, you got any fun ideas on how to make this uh, not a one-and-done team or make everyone feel a little bit better? Because it's not going to happen in the next couple of weeks. You need Jalen Hurts here, and that's it. Well, yeah, I I think, honestly, I think everybody's going to feel a lot better in a week. Feel like shit now. Ask questions now. Be angry now because Jalen has to play next week. But, yeah, like you mentioned this earlier, John, I do think it's really important to say the Giants have nothing to play for next week. They have nothing, literally zero to play for. They're the sixth seed. That's it. That's all they got. So unless they're just playing to play, it's not the same stakes. And and same thing, too, talking about the Saints today. The Saints, it is their playoff hopes on the line. They are playing for something. This did matter for them. So as much as it hurts as a fan, you're going, well, shit, the pick and, and where that goes, like, that is a big factor. That makes this lost thing. It's a, it's a massive lost value from all of this. But, dude, like... Officially out were... now because Tampa Bay won. But thank you very much, oh, Taylor. Okay, good good good. But they still good. were playing for something. Yeah, I didn't see the final of that. So, yeah. Um, so with that being the case, like, they were playing for something... They played well, 
and and it is what it is. So, like, yeah, for now, it's just go win that game against the Giants. Let's get Jalen back. We'll evaluate. And at that point, it just becomes how good does Jalen look? What is he going to look like two weeks from then, assuming he wins? And if they look, if they lose next week, then it is absolute chaos. And I would consider this very likely a one and done team. But until, I wouldn't at all. I wouldn't at lose, all. Hold no, on because, on that point alone. No, that's no, no. ridiculous. No, because you could lose the one seed. And what happens when you lose the one seed? This We have line. said for weeks, for weeks, that this NFC is nothing but a couple of dicks. So you got to add a game on, and maybe you have to go on the road for one of these. Yes! I'm still not fucking no, scared. Playoffs. You can't be done. You, everybody can be one and done. That's why it's the goddamn playoffs. If you mean that they're not the one seed anymore, and they might have to go on the road to Minnesota, or they might have to go down to, what, San Francisco, Dallas? Where do you want them to? I still have confidence that they can go on a run. It's a lot harder. Are they going to win the Super Bowl? Harder. I don't know, but I'm still marking them at the NFC Championship game, and let's go find out. No. This is ridiculous. They have no reason to be penciled in the NFC Championship game if they lose next week. None. They've lost three straight weeks. They lose the one seed. I don't care that it's Gardner Mincher for two of those three. Well, they're not going to lose next week. Well, they better not. I didn't think they were going (laughs) to lose this week. So here they are, and and it's coaching, right? So we'll see. We'll see what happens next week. I don't know. We don't even know if the Giants are going to play their guys, but if the Giants play their guys and they lose next week at home with the one seat on the line this team is pretty fucked i mean you're you're immediately becoming the fucked one. from you're, what fucked from what from winning a super bowl oh well, maybe from, but they're maybe i mean you're going from the, sti- to the five you're on the road for all those games you're playing an extra playoff game your odds man are this year it doesn't lower. i mean There's this so year a five seed than a one yes so but lovely. this year of any year that's like I, the the difference between any of these teams is not large. <laughs> you know, even if you think the Eagles are total frauds, which I have seen and heard many times after, like, hours after this football game, and that's probably just emotions and shit. Yeah, but if you still, But if you still think that way, then the whole NFC is frauds. All of it is. The whole shebang. Why should I be suddenly worried that they might lose a football game? Because that's what happens in football, especially when you're missing Lane Johnson and especially when Gardner Minshew lays an egg and you don't have these things in a really tough game to get up for after New Year's after you've been clearly bottling with Harden on New Year's Eve or whatever the fuck happened. I mean, you know, like it's it's. It's just hard to stay that tempo for that long, and none of the teams in the NFL have been able to do that. Outside of the Chiefs, if you want to argue that, fine. But, like, this is just part of the NFL season. Look, part part of it, like, (laughs) losing games happens, okay? This is going to be, right now, they're at their third loss. That's phenomenal. Three losses in a fucking season, and you're sitting here telling me the season's over. Fuck you guys. That's what I'm saying. Like, what are you talking about when you guys sat there and said this was not possible? You said this was not possible, and now now the season's over. Relax. I'm I'm officially telling everyone to relax. Be mad, but calm the fuck down. If they lose to the Giants, it's Armageddon. It's of course it is, but that's not going to happen. It better not. 
But that's again, it's I, that's everything now, and and there's there's so much energy going into this game now because there has to be, and it sucks because yeah, you are playing all your guys, and like for the Eagles' standpoint of this, it's it is those injuries, and they do matter, sure, but like also it, it, here's the tough thing too: every team's got injuries, so you can talk about key guys getting hurt. I mean, like what team doesn't have key guys that are hurt? What key guy is missing their starting quarterback and is a playoff team, or considering themselves a one seed? Oh, nobody. Well, for that, for Jalen specifically, yeah. But, you, I mean, it's just you talk about all the other guys. Like, oh, Chauncey's out. Okay, that's a big deal. Yes, it is. Like, Lane Johnson's out. Okay, plenty of teams are missing linemen. Like, that happens. Now it's going to be Josh, Josh Sweat. Sweat missed the entire game. The yeah. three starters. Yeah, like, those those things do. I'm not saying they don't matter. I'm just saying everybody's dealing with it. And I feel like it's just nobody ever gives a shit about the other team and the guys that they're missing. So, it's it's not it's never taken into account. But that, that does matter. So, anyway, uh, you just don't want more of those injuries as you're down the stretch here so now that you are exposing your guys to those kinds of things next week it totally sucks it just it it really sucks for them to be here it's the coaching staff's fault they need to have a hell of a game plan next week and they need to sort the shit out because if they lose again if they lose three straight going into the playoffs and drop from a one seed to a five seed this is a catastrophe i don't care what the record is it's a catastrophe at that point they kicked the shit out of or the the Giants. They kicked the shit out of Chicago. Got injured. Then the next two games, they almost beat Dallas. Then they then they have a clunker. I mean, it's not like there isn't a pattern of like, oh my god, they're going downhill. They lost their starting fucking quarterback for one for two games. They almost won one and they lost one that they should have. And to your point, injuries be damned. That's not what lost them the game. Their coaches lost them the game. They should have won the, the won this one. Hands down, if they come out like this and this is like the start of the playoffs and that's a playoff game that you just played, I've got serious doubts about everything we just watched this season. But that's not what happened today, and people are acting as if that's what did. It was a playoff game against Dallas. We should have known that this is a trap game. That's my fault. This was the true trap game on the schedule here because it's just like, ah, oh, you're the Saints. What are you? You're done. And they were. They were trying to give the game away. They didn't have any offensive scoring in the second half, Vince Quinn. Ah, I want to choke slam something. Uh, it's just, it, it's one of those, it's one of those games. And I'm just thinking about more last week and, and all that, you know. I don't, I don't think we'll hear any Miles Sanders water boy sounds coming out of uh, the sound effects this week. Well, yeah, no, probably not. Uh <laughs> It's going to be more of the, the, what is it? What's his name? Fucking Rob Schneider. It's more of the Rob Schneider character with, you can do it. Cut his fucking head off. Is what oh, no, we suck again. Staff. <laughs> yeah, you're, it's going to be those things is what you're hearing more than the. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, like, dude, they, I mean, they've, they, it's just it, it's a really bad look right now. And and figuring out what they're going to do at this point. I mean, it's just like because, like, if you're going to play Jalen, you got to run him. Oh yeah, and what's so, he do? Oh, yeah, he's going to get carries. Like he's going to get carries next week. That's just how he plays. You can't. It's. Just, I just can't imagine they like. You can't put him in the game if he can't run the ball. You know what I mean? Well, I don't think that they're. You know, I don't know how you want to view how serious this injury can or can't be. Um, but you know, even if he's like at ninety percent or what, whatever it is, I think that's fine. You know, you know, this is just this is one of those times where you gotta. <laughs> and hope and pray like yeah i'm gonna be okay and 
I'm, I'm sure Lane Johnson's going to be saying the same thing round one, too. You know, like it's just. Yeah, but but going back to this again, like this is why it could be like if they lose next week, it's a total abject disaster because you don't get an extra week for Jalen Hurts to heal. So now you've played a game. Mm-hmm. He's had to play. He, he is injured to some degree. And now he's got to go on the road and play a playoff game rather than sit home for a week and then play a game at home the following week. Like that's that's a big deal. It's it's just it it really sucks to be staring at this in the face. I really don't think the regular season trends at all to the playoffs. The disappointment. I'm not saying like you're probably going to have to change your expectations. Yeah, I mean you'd be insane not to if they lose to the Giants when we're saying the Giants have nothing to play for. Yeah, I mean there's something wrong clearly. But once that stops and the playoffs start, still doesn't matter, man. I mean we have. The only thing that you could possibly maybe compare that to is like the 09 Eagles when they had to go and play Dallas. They got their ass kicked. You had to go see them the next week. And then they split quarterbacks between McNabb and Vic. And that was the end of that. And I don't feel that at all. You know, but what I do feel is this is nowhere close to 2017. Hello again. You know, like this is. This isn't stomping in, uh, all over the yard, and there isn't – I mean, sure, there's an injured quarterback. They are playing really shitty at the end of a year. We're all questioning if the backup quarterback could could do anything in the playoffs. It sounds oddly familiar, but, you know, it's just not the same. And I, I it's, it goes back to everything we've been saying. The coaching staff, I think, has held this team back a lot in terms of, you know – just just being able to do some really simple stuff. Uh, I, I Honestly, when you side peek down at Doug at like maybe a possibly nine and eight Jaguars team, you're going, well, shit. I mean, <laughs> that's whatever he's doing seems like it still kind of works in terms of like bringing all these things together. That That's what I've been saying all year. There's just this one thing that's missing from it being a total dominant team. And I honestly think it's just experience. And you can't rush it. You can't force it. And the only thing you can do to change that is fire coaches in the offseason, which is probably going to happen no matter what. You know, like some, something's going to happen or someone's going to get promoted or take a job or whatever we've been saying here. But this is ultimately what is going to hold them back from, from winning a Super Bowl. I don't disagree with that at all. Yeah, I mean, if the, if we're ever going to look at something from that we've seen all year, that's been the number one recurring thing all year is we just go, like, what is up with the coaching staff? Because, yeah. look, if they, if they were calling good plays and the players don't execute it, that's one thing. But when you're calling bad plays, it's just and, – and they did that so much today offensively, man. It, it was just brutal. Absolutely brutal to go through all that. And he, like, you can complain about some of the stuff. Yeah, the Dickerson call was ludicrous. Completely Unbelievably ludicrous. ludicrous. And, and you can do the math on that and how it impacts the game and the Eagles win the game if that, that isn't called back. I mean, maybe there's a, there's a very real possibility of that. So whatever, but like it's again, one yeah, you hate to limit it to a single play like that. You've got so much game left to respond to that. And they just, they just played terribly. They were coached terribly and, and they couldn't make up for it. And it's tough too. Cause like Josiah Scott got a pick. So you got to turn over there. You got what? Seven sacks today, eight sacks today. Like you're, you're getting dynamic playmaking on the defensive side of the ball. And, and that's going to give you plenty of opportunities to win games. But when you can't, when you're going three and out all the time or you're going backwards all the time, they had a lot of penalties and stuff it, offensively. It was just so sloppy today. So sloppy. And, yeah. and Minshew was awful. Let me let me ask you this, though, because like uh, we, we've kind of touched on Minshew a little bit. Some of the stuff I was seeing, especially in the Discord, Twitter was just like Minshew should never back up for this team again. And like this guy totally fucking sucks. And it was just like <laughs> I, I, I'm not going that far on Minshew. Are you like th- does this change how you feel about Minshew at all? 
I mean, uh, how I feel, no. And I guess what I said at the time was, like, I really respect Gardner Minshew a lot. Don't think he's anywhere close to providing what Jalen Hurts could have. Um, I do think I probably made him a little better in my head. Like, I've been into, you know, being in the fucking trailer and doing all that stuff. But there is something weird going on with because let the 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 sneak on fourth down is a is a good example of this what i what bothered me the most i think from eagles twitter is like why are you running a sneak on fourth and one with garner Minshew? he can't do that that's why jalen hurts has 600 pounds of legs and all that which is certainly true and why it's helped them but uh you can run the sneak with garner Minshew. they did it last week for a touchdown uh garner Minshew fucked up he didn't he i don't know what happened but like kelsey got called for something in this game i can't remember who else got tagged they were mentioning that during the broadcast where I think even Moose said, um, and we brought that up to Nick Sirianni of why do you think there's so many miscommunications on the offensive line and penalties? And he goes, I got a little too cute with this or something like that. And I just go, well, Gardner wasn't ready for it. It seemed like, didn't, didn't that look like it to you? He just kind of like was puzzled, hesitated. He's like, I'm going to get leverage here or thought he was going to sneak to the side instead of just dipping his head down and pushing forward and just riding the butt of Jason Kelsey. It was just an, a, a bad mistake from Gardner Minshew. I don't think they stuffed anything. Yeah, I, I don't know if they if they just lost out on the leverage and the Saints got lower or what. Could but have I mean, been that he, too. Yeah. He was pretty damn high up. And I, I will credit the broadcast because normally I just ignore those things. But uh, <laughs> there, there was a moment where the Saints player who did get his hands on the shoulder pads of Minshew and like leveraged him from the top of the pile. That was really interesting. And if I'm a defensive coordinator that's worth a damn, I'm taking notes of that, and I'm telling my guys to think about it if if that's how it shakes out, is try to get up top and just fight from the top and keep him there and don't let him get that momentum the same way he's getting pushed on the back. You push him from the front and, and see if you can hold. So, like, that that was an interesting thing to do. But, yeah, the offensive line, man, a lot of penalties. Like, the it, you know, it's always like a legal man downfield they've gotten called for so many times this year. That's what Kelsey got hit with. Part of it is they just kick ass, and they're just good at driving people down the field. So yep. they just keep driving them down the field. You know, it's a it's a weird trade-off to have. But, um, yeah, and, and then sometimes they just got beat today. Like, that's that's going to happen once in a while. We're lucky that we, we usually never see that, but it did happen a, a good deal today, and Driscoll's in part to blame. So part of it's adjusting. Part of it is they just made some mistakes. Part of it is the refs fucked up royally, and and you add it all up, and it's a little sloppy. But uh, but going to Minshew too. The thing for me, like he is a backup quarterback. Uh, he's a fringe starter at best, and he's always been one of those guys that like, yeah. I mean, he's, it, when he when it's the right environment, things can go well. But he does make the occasional mistake. He's not a dynamic talent, and that's that's what showed today. So again, he can't overcome the mistakes of a bad coaching staff or a bad coaching game. And and that's why you lose. But I'm not I'm not like throwing Minshew out. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, my God, you can't bring him back because of this. He's a backup quarterback. Like, who's the other who's the other backup you want? You know what I mean? Like, uh, present me a list. Desmond Ritter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead serious. If you would have drafted Desmond Ritter instead of N'Kobe Dean, much more useful this season. That's all. Oh man! Oh no! Because were... Desmond steps in right now, he basically is Gardner Minshew, and he still has like a ways to grow. And he'll, he'll never touch Jalen Hurts. That's my argument for it during the draft, anyway. That's what I'm saying. Like if you this you're in you're in week seventeen or whatever it is now eighteen. Uh, what are we in? Seventeen? Seventeen? Well, it's gonna be yeah. We just finished. This was week seventeen. So yeah. yeah uh, Nicobe Dean has been playing some nice snaps when Eagles have been blowing people out. Otherwise, you know. 
it's always going to be a serious problem. Like, and it's not because of Jalen Hurts' running ability or any of that crap. It's just you have to find somebody that can run the offense. It's I know why everybody thinks I'm nuts when I bring up the two QB system, but that's that's exactly why you have to have. You can't just have a Gardner Minshew anymore. And and whoop, thirteen. Like, what would you do right now? It's the, you're thirteen and three, and you you're competing for a one seed. You need a little more QB talent than Gardner Minshew, right? So I don't think they can bring him back, honestly. I think he's good for what they need during the regular season, but he is not a person that's going to win you a playoff game where it's going to be hard or he's going to have to have a Nick Foles moment, which, hey, I'm never going to say never anymore, but it's going to be really hard to win a Super Bowl with Garner Minshew, especially if you lose to the Giants. Yes, then 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 you can just close that book altogether. So I, I don't know. I think, uh, I think I'm – a little more leaning towards the discord and everybody that you can't bring Minshew back next year. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't discount him for it yet. I mean, because, again, he, he went on the road and he put up 34 points. So it's like great performance, yeah. awful performance, and it's he's a backup quarterback. So, look, if you draft a kid and you develop, I'm fine with that. But I'm not, like, pushing Minshew out the door because it's hard to find good backup quarterbacks. A lot of Like, some teams have Mike Glennon as a backup you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, that's because they're tanking most of the time. But yes, well, yeah, I mean, some of them are, and some of them aren't. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of shitty backup quarterbacks out there. Like Cooper Rush is the backup in Dallas. I take Minshew over Rush in a heartbeat. Purdy, Peterman, as TK is, is just throwing out all the P backups. So there oh, you go. There we go. Peterman, get out of here with Peterman. Doc <laughs> Purdy, you could convince me, but Peterman, absolutely not. Out well, and, and let me let me touch on that real quick because we were getting to, into it in the Discord. Like, you know. Okay, you know, there there isn't a lot of talk about the 49ers and Brock Purdy and all that other stuff. And I'm going, well, y- y- yes, of course. They're winning with their third quarterback, right? I, I could almost hear people calling me out when saying, like, oh, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy. Let's see it in the playoffs. Do you honestly think the San Francisco 49ers today are still better than a 85% Jalen Hurts, a 65% Lane Johnson-led team? I don't think so. I think Kyle Shanahan's playoff record shows up brilliantly. I think he plays way too conservative, and uh, the emotions of Nick Sirianni actually help against against that matchup. So that's where I'm. I'm still not like, what do you want me to do? You know, what do you want me to do? Complain that we don't have Brock Purdy instead of Minshew? Sure, we yeah, didn't I take mean, the last the, person the in the draft. Mister Irrelevant this year that nobody <laughs> expected to do any of this. Yes, we we should have had the foresight to draft Mister Irrelevant. Yeah, well, Taylor did, for the record. He's been saying it since then, so we got to give yeah, him credit he's, for it. He's also on also, the Bailey Zappi train, and he nailed that. So, yeah, let's <laughs> point to Taylor there. Um, would, um, would Taylor also be correct in where your madness actually lies is that your, your 15 and 2 prediction is now gone? Because you were banking on all this, and now you're extremely upset, and you're trying to get your, yourself rubbed out. I think, it's, I think it might be secretly that, too. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bitter. I'm a little bit that. I am. I am. But it's look. No, it's not that. Three it's losses. Just... You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's just I'm just pissed on the way it went down. Because again, all this all this eighteen week eighteen stuff, not having the one seed locked up, potentially being on the road is just like scary. It's it's just uh, the odds of, of winning the Super Bowl as a one seed are just way better. So all right, let me let me see if I can wrap this around my, uh, my head here because let's go into the doomsday scenario for whatever reason. Sure. Uh, and uh, you know, if you ever are thinking that it's going to be a doomsday type of day or a week, I highly suggest going to liquiddeath.com/bell to locate where you can get sixteen point nine ounce 
uh, beautiful cans of water from the Alps to be stored either in your basement, in your fridge, or when you ever just might need a liquid death, which would be right now for me. I'm taking a long walk to 7-Eleven after this one with the daughter. We've got we to gotta really get some takes together. But in a doomsday scenario, and you don't need that much water... <laughs> Where are the Eagles if they are missing out on the one seed? What is their first playoff game? Does that mean that they are does the, do the Giants come on into town? Do, the, do they play the Cowboys at home? That one makes sense, I well, guess. No, Dallas, Dallas would get the bye in that case, or potentially, I guess, or the Vikings, uh, or maybe the Vikings do. Yeah, so one one of those two would would get that, and then you would. Oh, play. I guess the, you would be going to. The 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 Vike or the Dallas Cowboys, wouldn't you? In that scenario, we just said. Well, no, if they end up Dallas being the one seed, one and they would they would be a division winner. So it, you'd probably go to the NFC South. So you'd be playing like the Bucks. Uh, yeah, you'd play the Bucks. <laughs> at this oh, the point. Bucks. The Bucks would be coming to the link. No, round you'd, one. You'd be right? on the road because you're wild card. Oh, you're not. The, you lost the division too. In yeah. that case, right? Oh, wait. So yeah, Dallas ultimately now has to lose. To win the division now, too. So that's that's also, like, way up in the air uh, as well. So that makes you feel uh, nice and comfortable there. But, um, all right, so they would either travel to – if Dallas is the one seed, they're heading – or the Bucks are coming to them round one. And then uh, they're, going, they're going to the Bucks because you're a wild. They're going to the Bucks. I keep I keep saying that. That's right. Yeah. So that'll be uh, hilarious and dreadful, and everybody will think of last year. But Jalen Hurts will redeem himself because he's not the same guy from last year, and that's not the Bucks team. And they win. I say they win round one. So now it's just about playing the. Uh, and you still wouldn't see the one seed after that, right? You're still seeing like whoever the two or three you, or whatever. You're gonna you're gonna play, you know, depending on the rankings. Like the one seed's gonna play the lowest ranked seed that's left. You know what I mean? So it, with the way all that stuff shakes out, I mean, who knows? It, it's just how all the matchups play out of of who you're gonna get next. But the the road, it's it's just again, it's it's one you're playing an extra playoff game. Two, you're playing all of your playoff games on the road. And three, that extra game is lining you up for more injury potential. So, like, you just – it's its the last thing you want, and it's just got to be the shittiest feeling in the world to go, like, all right, this is a lock. We're the best team in the conference. There's no doubt about it. Maybe depending on who you talk to, we're the best team in the league. And now, oh, my God, we're suddenly – you know, we, it's its such a fallen status, man. It's just that's – it's not easy. I, I, that's a tough thing to stomach overnight. Yeah, I just don't believe that they are. Just because of everything that we've seen this season, and we're really, we're really going to compartmentalize this game or next if they lose against the Giants, like they then they are in the same pool of, that everyone else is. So maybe they're not as like elite, but they're still king of the frauds. If you want to call it that, I'm happy to. I'm happy to ride the king of the frauds train because y'all are the same anyway. Every single NFC team is the same. They have some weird deficiency in them, and they all think they're better than one another, and it's just not true. Like, that's what we learned today. It's, but, and, and I don't even know if that's true yet with the Eagles without Jalen Hurts because that has not been true yet. Yeah, and I I, so, th- I do think that's the biggest part of all of this. They're not losing these games with Jalen Hurts. If they were losing these games with Jalen Hurts, it's a way bigger concern. They have not done that. And again, uh, my whole opening point was Jalen can overcome bad coaching. So yes, he can. They, sh- they should win next week. I mean, just ev- everything seems to tell me. I would imagine the Giants aren't e- even if even if they play everybody. I don't know if the Giants are going to be fully locked in for that game. I mean, what what are the odds? 
You know, like uh, unless they well, I was going to get Joe Judge on the phone and see how he felt because you know maybe <laughs> I don't know if his old former franchise laying down uh, so the Eagles can win the one seed is is you know strategic for them or I don't know who who they want to go and choose but uh, yeah man I mean I would uh, my crosshairs are with Nick Sirianni this week if you want to go off on him for you know. The next four days, have at it. He deserves every single ounce of it. So does Shane. Um, um, I, I don't, I'm still, <laughs> you know, you look at Gardner Minshew, and he deserves a lot of blame. He does. Like, that's the, there's, but, I mean, like, I'm not going to say that he's the sole reason why we're having this conversation in the first place. You know, you should have just had Miles and Kenny and all those guys. Like, if Dickerson is pancaking dudes and getting holding calls, you should probably keep running the football. These are really smart guys. They understand the concepts probably more than any other new coaches come in here and be like, wow, I'm really impressed with what they design, how they teach it, how they function it. But what is happening on game day? Do you have any theories? on that other than they no. just suck at the job yeah I, I, I think they're just you know it's i mean they analyze it and the analysis is wrong it's that's really it it's just <laughs> we we look at this and we go hey this is the best way to go and beat this team here's here's the kinds of plays we want to call it does not work even a little bit and uh and then they're scrambling they're like oh you know all that stuff we were planning to do well that didn't work all right what's next uh and and look the the credit is a lot of times when they're trying to find out what's next they do adapt properly like they they usually make good tweaks but uh even when they made them this week it, it wasn't enough and they didn't maintain it long enough so it's it, it really sucks and by the way with the garden analogy i think what you're looking for is like a, a tree with many rings in it you know you want you want, you want an old oak that that was around the 1800s, and it's just it, – it's been a staple of the community, and it could come support this lovely garden that Nick is building. Like, we need to transplant that in here. So, yeah. uh, maybe that's Frank Reich next year. Who the fuck knows? But Please. For now. And, uh, but why not? Honestly, <laughs> I mean, again, unless it's going to mess up his contract or what the Colts are paying him to sit at the couch, I mean, um, he probably already is. I would be texting Frank Reich every day. So, you know, um, oh, what, uh, uh, some elder vines. There you go. Hey, Taylor getting into the mix. I like it. Some elder vines in there. Uh, maybe, um, uh, I don't know, who's an old head DC guy? I mean, Vic Fangio's already there. Uh, yeah. So. That's all you need. <laughs> consultants. More consultants. That's, that's, yeah, it always sounds great when you're hiring a bunch of consultants to fix a problem that's right in front of you. So, um, listen, if, if you... I, I don't know what you want uh, this week, uh, honestly, uh, other than just to go win and take a breather because I think that's what we need. And it's it's so important that the Eagles win <laughs> against the Giants game. And uh, until they do, my heart rate is pretty much going to stay the same. So uh, try and make me a little more worried, I guess, Vince Quinn, Discord, Taylor Cordatis. I just can't get there. I really can't. So Vince Quinn, any final thoughts before we say goodbye? No, I mean if you if you want to keep it calm until the Giants game, that's fine. I'm not I'm not going to begrudge you for that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean it's it's just going to be a slight lingering sense of dread. Whether or not um, this wasn't the greatest way to start out your New Year, we're glad that you're here with us. Uh, and uh, we're not going anywhere. We got plenty to uh, talk about, plenty to get into, and we'll see you for a Giants victory this week at Bell and the Birdman dot com. Bye, guys.